0: Take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem.
1: You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people.
2: And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from brooding glam and slam porno bongos to Mall Ninja neighborhood gent my name is phil with me is frank yo like
0: yo and slamantha hello again it's your boy slamantha coming at you live from the western u.s your boy slamantha (laughs)
3: live on cam
0: hey you know what you know what do not do not give me shit about what i identify as that is my business and mine alone
2: (laughs) okay uh and we are not here to discuss uh gender we are here to talk to you about metal and hardcore and all that fun shit uh fthepit.com patreon.com slash from the pit and we are not sponsored by anything that we talk about all right that that, (laughs) that, how's that for intro shit (laughs)
0: that that, that'll do it that'll do it we're we're approaching professional at an alarming rate we'll get there
2: (laughs) yes uh sometime within the next uh three decades (laughs)
0: <laughs> we'll get
2: there uh, also keep your eyes open we'll be posting an interview that we did with uh, Jake and Justin from Black Palm, really fucking good dudes and check out their album uh, we,
0: because it's fucking awesome I think it's Enwee, isn't it?
2: I don't know, I I, I thought so too and it said Enwee and I don't fucking know I don't care, go
0: listen to it It is. It is pretty good. Not really in my wheelhouse, but it is pretty good. Hell yeah! So let me get this fucking
2: starting us off. Okay.
1: Yes. So I am gonna make my best attempt at saying the words that are this band name. (laughs) (laughs) That's gonna Sam. Sammy, you can take over at any point if I don't.
0: I don't speak Finnish, man. Don't ask me.
1: Uh. Let me spell it for you. So that's going to be an H A A P O J A. Take your best shot at it. And um
2: and Pojab. <laughs>
0: Hell
1: yeah, dude. Hampoja. Uh,
0: hopa? Ha Hapoja? I think it's Hopa or Hapoya.
1: Hapoya. That uh, that sounds nicer.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Again, I don't speak Finn. I'm assuming this is Finnish. I don't really know.
1: Well, I'm going to take my best shot at the track name we're going to listen to, and then we're going to listen to it. That's going to be Kulma Poimu. Let's go.
0: Somewhere I mean, between like, somewhere between like dissonant black metal and grind. Oh, With yeah, the rhythm of it, which is so good.
3: Yeah, mm.
0: and those fucking riffs, I like it. The you know riffs. What actually, you know where it, it? reminded me of that. It. I actually kind of one thing I actually kind of liked about it is it reminds me of a lot of the more kind of the I don't know like the kind of melancholic, like slightly dissonant black metal from France that I really like. It, like it's. A-
2: it's cool because it's got that, but it's also got like kick down the fucking door riffs. Like Oh yeah. It it's it's fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean you guys pretty much said it all. Uh it it, it caught me with that sort of slanted, uh, but still like intensely musical riff styling. Um slightly blackened, slightly deafy deathy like uh vocals, I mean, and then a rhythm you can kinda lean into. I mean <clears throat> If you like that recipe, you got to check the whole shit out. I mean, it's great.
0: I'll be doing that while I make chicken.
1: (laughs) Um, And it's on Nerve Alter. So, if that's any indication, you know, Uh, and like Sammy said, they are from Finland and this was released March of this year. So, uh, if you didn't notice that one during all the craziness, there you go. Um, Uh,
3: Say where we can get that.
1: Yeah, you can get on over to nervealter.bandcamp.com. And the album, I'm going to just spell it for you because there's no chance. It's M-U-L-L-A-N-K-E-S-K-E-L-T, special A.
3: (laughs) Special A!
1: (laughs) Special A.
0: Special A. Moving on. That's a fucking umlaut, Mike. Is it? (laughs) I...
1: I could have said the wrong thing, and then been, you've been like, "That's a that's a other thing, stupid." And then I would have been stupid either way. Spotty A, <laughs> yeah, Spotty A. God damn, it. I fucking
0: <laughs> ate all of you. I quit. Done.
1: Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Next up, we got a uh, localish, close, close boys from Sijic. We're gonna listen to the full track "Fortune 500," and Tom, let's go. He's the devil, he's the devil, he's the devil in his own
3: hometown.
1: It makes me do the strongman flex, like I got muscles. Makes me want to be a strong boy. Um,
3: Who (laughs) the fuck was listening to that without headphones?
1: Without, I I have headphones on. If that answers the question. (laughs)
3: Because, like every now and again, I'd hear clips of the song from someone's mic. Uh, I
1: don't know. I muted mine. Bleeding out of my yeah, might have been bleeding out of my headphones.
2: But uh, yeah, that's a fucking mic bringing If I've ever heard one.
1: Oh, it's so good Oh, that breakdown <laughs> Gets me so pumped
0: Like the one odd man out here Who's <clears throat> like, this is completely out of my purview Oh well, I know I'm sorry, I,
2: I, I'm I totally expected that uh, <laughs> Yeah, this is it's, like it's
0: always, it's always awkward when bands like this come in Because I always just have to sit in the background And be like, oh, I have nothing to contribute to this
2: Eh, yeah this is definitely not gonna be for everyone uh this is like deep in the bowels of chaotic like math course shit
1: oh they should play this in preschool what are you talking about
3: (laughs) i was i was gonna say before dealing with the the mic issue was i was gonna open this up with oh mike you you sweet sweet boy never change
0: (laughs) you know what though my you know what my my four year old nephew was really digging on Defenders of the Faith when I played him played it for him one time. So, you know.
1: No, he wouldn't like this, I don't think. No, and probably not. I don't blame him. Uh but the <laughs> album, let's get over to the album cover. Oh my <laughs> Yeah. So I really like the album cover. That's what I was trying to say.
2: Yeah, that's uh everything
0: about this is so you it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It it is, quite frankly, one of the most mic bring-ins I think I've ever heard on the show.
1: I know. How do I keep doing it? Um, Caps
0: and knives and chaotic hardcore.
1: Colors and stuff. Mm. That too. All right. So you can get on over to sidgic.bandcamp.com. That is uh, P-S-I-J-I-C. Check that out. And uh, that was released May of this year. It's like they knew it was my birthday month.
3: All
1: right, boys. That'll do it for me. Oh,
0: boy.
3: That's gonna bring it on over to me.
1: Ooh. What you got, Frank?
3: I got some good stuff. Uh Tom, why don't you roll that clip?
2: always count on Frank for that fucking primo crust shit.
0: Oh yeah. You are a crusty
3: crusty boy, Frank. Oh. So that was a uh, facade. That's F A S A D. Um that was the track Angel of Silence off their I believe it was April, yeah, April 9th uh release The End. God, yeah. I I love this uh this style of like black and crust
1: yeah, yeah i mean it, it just inevitably builds this feel by the end of a track that is just you could listen to it for another if four to five minutes i mean that wouldn't be healthy for the song but i mean you could
3: <laughs> it's Should've real that, cool yes it's real cool too cuz there's like on other tracks of the album like a sword interval they almost lean into that almost like more uh like epic that like epic style of like Neo Crust. So they're uh while they mainly do that more like fast and style, they do uh they incorporate other bits too. I dig it. Hmm. Also we were uh speaking about uh artwork on the last one, how about this fucking album art? <laughs> <laughs> fucking horse <laughs> Fucking apocalypse horse
1: <laughs> that, yeah, well
2: Yeah. I like that it's kind of making a derp face. Yeah. <laughs> why is its tongue out?
3: Because it's ready for fucking war. That's why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's got that battle lust, man. He can't, can't hold mm-hmm. it in.
3: Uh, so to get that, go over to facade.bandcamp.com. And I got um, another one for you boys. Oh, she shit. got for us, man. Oh, I'll let you know. Uh, Actually, yeah. Tom, just play that track. Right?
2: Oh, <laughs> no. I I see what kind of mood you were in this week, Frank.
3: Oh yeah. Obviously I was going back down that uh back down that crust rabbit hole. But it's always yeah, a good but, one,
1: dude. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty specific. Um Correct. but even
3: with that, like these are two very different sounds. Like this is definitely much more like refined and uh yeah. what are you saying?
2: It's interesting because the genre I would have least expected to have this kind of growth, this crust. Um, And, in, I mean, just in the past year, the shit that you've been finding is uh, pretty wild, but it all maintains that that sort of energy.
3: Yeah, well, like, so even, like, the the previous one I brought in, that was obviously leaning more towards, like, a, a black metal or, like, a black and punk. And you got this that leans almost more towards like, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, metal, almost like metalcore or something like that. Like, it's it. I I love it.
2: Yeah, it's it's interesting, because like, crust has always been one of those genres that I have a a hard time nailing down how to explain it to someone, because it's it's almost more about the feel than about specific musical elements.
1: Yes. It's um because this yeah, like, no, like this is almost like on earth almost but it's not because it's crusty
3: correct <laughs> it, and that's the thing that it, it's that's the only way really to describe it is when you say crusty to someone they're like if they're not aware they're like what's that and you're like all right it's crusty i mean like and i think like once they listen to it, like one or two things they'll understand like yeah that's that's the only way to describe it like
1: it's it. It took me a long. It takes me a long. I still struggle with it, but at this point, I just accept <laughs> that if I it's you, just like potato chips, it's got to be crust.
2: You'll 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 know it when you hear it.
3: Yes. <laughs> also, uh, that was the track. Prepare for some uh, butchered pronunciations. Cavals Solvates. Um, so this band is from Spain. Uh, the band in question is Nur and that was off the album Sapere aude. <laughs> <laughs> I accept it.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll we'll go with that.
3: Yeah. Um to get that go to nurcrust.bandcamp.com. That's k n u r hyphen crust.
2: a n special u r.
3: special u. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and those those are my bring-ins. <laughs> of the week.
0: Yeah, I gotta I gotta wish list this shit real quick.
3: Ooh.
0: Alright, I guess that's gonna bring it to me then, is it? Yeah. What you got? Yeah, I've been sitting on something for a while and um yeah, I finally decided it was time to bring it in. Uh, I've been listening to this off and on. I, I feel like I haven't given it as much attention as I should have. But I think, I've, I think I'm going to start correcting that now because uh, this, is, this is one of the more interesting and sort of um, little, little out there bands I've been checking out lately. So we're going to take a listen to a band I found recently. Uh, I believe one of the dudes from uh, Chornabog, another band who I really like, who you should check out, is involved in this project. So uh, we're going to take a listen to a band called Weeping Sores, and we're going to check out the track Sinking Beneath the Waves. Off of their album *False Confession*, and just a heads up: this is going to be a slight. <clears throat> this is going to be a slightly longer clip than normal. It's going to be about two minutes because the track is ten minutes long, almost ten minutes long. Uh, yeah, so Tom, go ahead and play that.
2: That did not feel like two minutes. I was just
0: getting really fucking sucked into that. (laughs) Yeah, man, it's, uh, like I said before, this is some of the more kind of kind of out there and bizarre death metal that I've been kind of getting back into.
2: Uh, Yeah. uh, I mean, it's, it's real interesting because you got members. I mean, you mentioned Chornabog. Uh, yeah. I, I'm also not surprised to see that, uh, there's at least a member from Pyron or Pyron. I'm never sure how to fucking pass that. Um, yeah, it's it's really fucking interesting. To-
0: yeah. Um, weeping. So- By the way, uh, don't don't look this up at work because the cover is really fucking disgusting, and you will probably get some sideways looks if you if you do. Um, yeah, uh, weeping sores. Uh, just and another heads up. This is a. Let uh, me tracks is this. Let me go to the actual page. Uh, this is a six-track album, and I believe it is just over an hour long. So, Ooh. yeah, the shortest track on here is seven minutes and forty-nine seconds. So, anybody cool. wants to, yeah, uh, if you want to dive into this, I recommend you do so with uh, time to spare because it really does benefit from a full uh straight through listen. Like don't don't listen to it in bits and pieces. Don't skip songs. Just start at the beginning and go straight to the end. Uh, that was actually the final track on the album. So I feel like it's uh I feel like it's an incentive to sit down and listen to the entire thing. They have another album that's very much the same way. Just start at the beginning and go all the way to the end. But yeah, Weeping Sores, as you can tell, make a lot of use of violin. Like they're the violinists they they used to perform on this album is fantastic, by the way. She's really, really good. But I would suggest going over to weeping sores.bandcamp.com and buying their uh, false confession album. It's $5. You have no excuse.
2: I'm really, I really want to sit and listen to this. And I feel like that, you know, it it, it can be tough when you're, when you're diving into something with really long tracks, Uh, but this doesn't feel like it's going to be a chore. Like I'm pretty sure that hour is going to just disappear on me.
1: Sort of
0: churning evolution. Yeah. There is a, there's, there's sort of a constant, there's just sort of a constant evolution. There's, there's common motifs in every track I would say, but, there is an evolution in, uh, in the way they're arranged, the way they're put together. Some interesting structuring going on in this, which is part of the reason I like it so much. But yeah, please go over and check that out. For $5, you get a, f- like a fucking hour-long album that's like straight-up made by some of the most talented people in the genre right now. So yeah. yeah, I got my casual single out of the way.
2: Yeah, I mean, just looking at the bands that they came from, uh, all of them are kind of... You know, they—they're all standouts. Um,
0: There's some serious pedigree here.
2: Yeah, yeah. So fucking hey, man! I yeah, I'll definitely be spending some time
0: with that shit. You should. Everyone should. And really, because like I said, you can buy the digital for five bucks. They even have logo T-shirts for twelve dollars, which is like oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, and the cool might. thing
2: about that, like uh, one of the things I've always liked with Bandcamp, like if they don't if they're not selling an album in a format that I want, uh, but I still want to buy it and I want something to wrap the band. And usually if you buy a t-shirt, it includes the the digital album. So yeah. like cool by shit. The
0: way, by the way, uh, Frank, they have eight more cassettes of this album and they're really, really cheap. Yeah, they're really cheap. Oh shit.
1: Um, while you're talking about cassettes and, and funky mediums, uh, like I posted on the Instagram, the wife you got a uh, vinyl player, so oh cool, hell yeah, man,
0: yeah, you nice got a couple dude. records now you, yeah. should, uh, you should buy her the weeping swords vinyl, it's twenty bucks. I think she'll like it. I think she'll <laughs> too yeah, it seems right up her alley yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah i I mean i know I know she's I know she's really into shit like this. I'm sure she would love it, yeah
3: <laughs> we all yeah. know that blink one eighty two is a slippery slope to obscure death metal,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she'll, she'll throw a listening party for all of her friends. I know. Uh, I, would. I know I would. <sighs> all right. Oh, yeah. So, that's uh, my, that's my, that's my casual single for the week. Very nice.
2: Wow. I was, uh, I was a real heavy bring in. Uh, I'm going in completely the opposite direction. That's uh, it. I just wanted something kind of ridiculous and super punky. So that's the way that we're going. Uh, Tom, go ahead and roll this.
1: I would call that a perfect track.
2: Yeah, it's um really. I've been in a mood lately where I want shit that really captures the the sort of old like early '80s spirit of hardcore, the real punky shit that fucking yeah, oh, you know, your fucking dude.
0: your black flags and your doas and all that kind of shit. Um, oh, dude, I I wishlisted this shit immediately. Like thirty seconds in, I was like sold you got me
1: like like hardcore absolutely undeniably but there's also like elements of like a little bit of noise like noise punk also like you know I mean that that like pseudo new school breakdown at the end is like a little growly bit like I mean it's just so good
2: well that's the interesting thing and I mean there's uh, so like on this um, oh and I should mention uh, that was the track culmination off of the promo tape uh, hardcore for freaks by the band gel um you know on, on this on this promo they uh they've got a cover of glue by ssd so i mean literally shoving in your face like uh you know we we are uh knowledgeable about early hardcore um <laughs> you know it, and it's i mean there was a lot of that that's the funny thing a lot of that's been kind of lost over the years um and hardcore. There was a lot of like noisier, weirder shit in the early days, especially if you go back and listen to like SSD, um, some DYS stuff, uh, shit that like you not a lot of people talk about. Yeah, you know, everyone talks about fucking minor threat and black flag and bad brains. It's um, all good shit. But uh, it was definitely more experimental uh, early on. And it's it's nice to see a band that gets that and and tackles it and even just their their attitude. I mean, you know, calling this
0: hardcore for the freaks uh, is which, by the way, can I can I just like discuss something? I, I, I want to bring a few things up here. The album uh, cover. Yeah, yeah. Let me just uh, let me go into some detail. It is yeah. a sparse. It is a mostly black and white with sparse colored. A uh, sparse coloring image of a skeleton <laughs> laying on a beach towel on Hell a, beach, yeah. a filthy yeah. fucking beach wearing a negative approach t-shirt which i think is one of my favorite aspects of this because negative approach rules drinking a cocktail out of a pineapple and <laughs> with a, a cooler a drink cooler next to the skeleton with the word the phrase come is a drink <laughs> in you're right, well, you're seems right. to be Coca-Cola-esque lettering, and I love it. It's fantastic. That's great. I want this yeah. shit on a shirt. If they make this shit on a shirt, I'll buy one.
2: Yeah, this, uh, like I said, this really kind of captures the, the early, uh, early spirit of fucking hardcore where it wasn't... It, we didn't have the organization uh, that we do now. It wasn't... Uh, there, there wasn't as much formula to it. Um, and not to say that that's a, like, it's not a bad thing. We've gotten a lot of great shit, and we talk about it all the time. But there's something to this style uh, that I'd really love to see more of uh, out of hardcore bands. And Jell fucking nailed it. Hell yeah, I totally agree. Uh, so you can get that at GelHC. That's G-E-L-H-C. com. I highly recommend you go check out uh, everything. They've got uh, I think it's a full length from 2019 and also a demo from 2018. Uh, and it's
0: all good shit. Yeah. It looks weird like release before this was a full length.
1: I already picked this EP up so I'll work my way back. Nice. And uh, that'll
2: be my sassy single for the week. Sassy. Ooh. I, I feel like sassy is appropriate. For that <laughs> one. Sass time, boys.
3: <laughs> so that's so, going to bring us to a segment. <laughs> God
2: damn it. You jacked my line.
3: I did. <laughs> What's next?
2: <laughs> drink your drink time, boys. God damn it. You were yeah. supposed
3: to say my line. <sighs> I quit. All right. It's fucking brutal <laughs> bruise. Yep.
2: I think that's the first time we've actually said the phrase brutal bruise" in like 20 episodes.
3: Yeah, because it's turned into beer time, boys.
2: <laughs> it's getting, like, if there's any new listeners, they're going to be like, oh, wait, that's what they call this segment?
3: They, they were already printing up beer time, boys, t-shirts and stickers. <laughs> they're like, Fuck. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> billions wasted
0: (laughs) well you know in case anyone was doing that let me know I'll still buy one from you
3: alright so uh I got a
0: good one this week you do
3: Tom why don't you roll that clip
2: Right? God damn it.
3: Uh,
0: See, what I, what I love is that not only did you pick an album that I really loved, but you also happened to pick my absolute favorite track off of this album.
3: So good. I know. Uh, that track was uh, Murderer's Row off of Power Trip's 2013 release, Manifest Decimation. God, has it
0: really been that fucking long? Yeah, yeah dude. Holy fuck, man. 2013. This album is fucking 7 years old.
2: It's it's wild because I remember Power Trip being like kind of new and now they're like fucking heavyweights too. Oh mm-hmm. yeah.
3: God, and it's so And
2: starting nuts. starting beefs with Trapped and fucking
3: <laughs> God.
0: Which by the way, that that like that whole thing with um Riley from Power Trip, like fucking with the dudes from Trapped. That could not have been funnier. <laughs> that could not have been any funnier. Yeah.
3: Really uh, well, back to this fucking album. My goodness, this is this is how you do thrash, at least in the modern era. Like, you've got your your fast, you know, like neck breaking riffs. But they also know how to, like... Every now and again, they'll they'll slow down the tempo a bit. It, just being it, that, this... like... What was that? Yeah.
2: Oh, no. I was just going to say, like, this was the true revival of Crossover. Like, they fucking get it. And I got the same sort of feeling when I first heard them that I got, you know, hearing, like, fucking... um ride the lightning and shit for the, you know what I mean? Like, it just, yeah. it, it brings you back, man. Uh, it gets you excited about this shit
3: again. It just, and like, every fucking track you want to headbang along to. Like, we we obviously listen to a lot of heavy shit, but like, there there's definitely something that needs that, that correct rhythm for just good old-fashioned headbanging, and they fucking nail it. Yeah, oh,
2: fuck yeah. Not to mention the live energy that they bring. I mean, I, I, I know I've mentioned it multiple times, but uh, <laughs> the, the first time I ever saw Power Trip, uh, they had girls in Power Trip booty, sh- booty shorts uh, fucking twerking on stage while they were playing. Uh,
0: I'm really sorry that I missed that.
2: Still cracks me the fuck out. I'm pretty sure if you, if you look up, uh, it was probably the first year that Power Trip played this Is hardcore. <laughs> But if you if you look it up on hate five six, you'll you'll find it. It was towards the end of their set.
3: Um I'm pretty sure it was when I saw a power trip that a uh, a trash can got thrown into the pit.
2: <laughs> Not surprised.
3: It was it was I was like, Oh, oh we're getting wild. <laughs> God
0: damn it. Oh. So, so, uh, what what exactly do you pair? With an album like Manifest Decimation,
3: now I'm going to be honest with you. This isn't necessarily one of my like uh, my most creative, uh, which we we'll call pairings, but it just works in the end. Um, Power Trip, as we know, they're from Texas. They are. There are some badasses from Texas. Coming to just fucking stomp your eardrums out. So, we've got, uh, from El Segundo Brewing Company, Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. Oh, fuck. Nice. Right? Yo, (laughs) I love
2: that shit. I tried that when I was up in Maine in a fucking, in a bar that's, uh, it's a coffee shop and, and, and bookstore during the day and then a bar at night. Go figure. Yeah, it's real weird. Nice, it's a cool place. But, uh, yeah, that's where I tried that.
3: Yo, it's fucking delicious. It's really fucking good. Like... It's dumb it, good. So it's got that nice, like, initial, like, bite of an IPA. But it mm-hmm. does, sometimes when you have an IPA that, like, there's, like, this weird, uh, like, feeling it leaves on your tongue. Yes. And this doesn't have that. It finishes clean.
2: Yeah, that's the amazing part. It doesn't have that. It doesn't leave that weird sort of aftertaste uh, that some of the really bitter uh, IPAs. I think when I first had it, I like I was tell I was talking to my friend about it, and I was like, "This is the perfect palate builder IPA." Like if yeah. uh, if you want to start getting into IPAs, but like you know, you just everything you try just tastes too fucking bitter, and you don't have the on the palate for it that that fucking beer is perfect like it's super drinkable but it starts introducing uh some of the some of the milder um aspects of an ipa without being weak like it's a slammable ipa
1: yeah um
3: also it's it in at a 6.7 percent and it comes in a a four pack of sixteen ounce cans, so it'll uh it can put you on your ass if you're not careful yeah
2: yes, uh that's that's fucking awesome after after recording, you gotta tell me where you found it because I haven't seen it uh down you, here uh, Colombos oh shit yeah, is fucking rules,
3: doesn't it <laughs> 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 Uh, now. Also, to clarify, in case uh, there's any non-old uh, school wrestling fans out there, um, the Texas correlation is because of the Texas rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And if you weren't aware of that, if I could, I'd give you the finger, gut kick you, and rock a stunner on you.
2: <laughs> Bro, I don't think uh, I don't think you heard this better. If I'm if I'm being honest. <laughs>
3: I just, it was one of those things I wanted a, I obviously, I wanted an IPA for this album because it just, something about the, the bite of hops goes with, like, the way th- that, like, tone that Thrash has.
2: Yeah, I get it. No, I get it.
3: Nah, it, I makes get it. Sense. Mm. And then, yeah, I, I caught this one and I was like, oh god, yeah, of course I'm doing that.
2: <laughs> it's so perfect it's so especially because i'm stone cold what 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 better attitude uh you know like it's perfect for fucking power trip
0: stone cold 316
2: oh yeah mm. fucking a man i dig it i'm i'm 100% for this pairing
3: awesome so i think uh what you all need to do is grab yourself a four pack of Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. Throw on Power Trip's Manifest Decimation and have yourself a good time.
0: <laughs> I might stop by my local beer store and see if they've got anything. Probably not, but maybe. You never know. Hell mm-hmm. oh, yeah, though. Well done, Frank.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Alright. Well. Yeah, we got a bunch of shit. Yeah, we got some shit. We got, we got some, some things. First, first up being, <clears throat> so uh, Jacob Bannon of Converge was uh, in an interview recently, uh, quoted uh, having recorded with a, another project. I'm going to just read the quote, because I feel like that's a little bit easier. But uh, <clears throat> So aside from the Umbra Vide record, which we just talked about, <clears throat> he actually finished another album before the pandemic situation. You know, hit there in the States. They didn't totally put that on ice, but definitely delayed getting that out to the world. It's something totally new for them where Umber is a band, a proper band, and Converge and where Your Wounds are proper bands. This is more of a project that might have some live elements at some point, but he wrote an album with Shane Embury of Napalm Death, uh, Dirk from Megadeth who also used to play drums in Soilwork, and Jesper from Nassim. Which is pretty fucking sweet.
0: And... Yeah, Nasum. Nasum are a band that anyone who hasn't listened to them out there should definitely check out. Yes.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's a wild fucking lineup, dude.
1: Yeah, and they recorded a twelve-song album, and they're really excited about it, and yeah, they're gonna get okay. that out to the world. Yeah, so, dude, that's pretty crazy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, wow, that's some fucking news out of left field.
1: Yeah, Yeah, man, there's uh, some artists out there today that just don't stop working.
2: Yeah, no shit. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't know where he finds time to exist.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you also, I mean, I doubt most other people know, but he also does a lot of like uh, art, (laughs) like prints and stuff
2: yeah on on top of fucking uh, on top of running a studio and recording and mixing and mastering and being in five thousand bands and putting on bit, like he j- he doesn't fucking stop to
1: no he doesn't,
3: and that's where I always feel like a bit of a uh, like a lazy bastard I'm there <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I work six days a week. This fucking blows. And then there's someone like. Like this, who's just like, go, 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 go. And it's like, ah, damn. What was I complaining about?
1: God damn it, I think my cat just farted at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's God. the smell that got me. Dude, like, I feel it. My my cat is the gassiest fucking cat I've ever met. It's two little waves of just, like, butt stink. Ah, oh, dude, I know. <laughs> I will never understand how my cat, my fucking six pound little ball of fur can stink that badly. I do not get it.
1: Crazy. It wasn't me anyway. So, uh, moving on. So that band oh, that yeah. Frank, huh? What up? That band that Frank put, uh, put us all on to angst. Yep. Yeah. 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 So they, they put out a little two track in lieu of a new album coming in, coming out in the fall. Coming. And, out. Hey man. <laughs> So let's take a little bit of a listen to Abysm of Existence.
2: Yeah, I like it.
3: Yeah. I like it a lot. Fucking everything that they fucking put out is... I I mean, this is with a pretty pretty lengthy gap.
1: I know. know? For them?
3: Yeah, because they were just fucking firing out, like, release after release. It was
1: insane. It was. But, I mean, you know what? (laughs) If they need to take a break... That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, the result of that break, I'm
2: okay with it, dude. That fucking right around a minute ten when the when that rhythm really opens up, like it. Yeah, that was uh, that really fucking hooked me. Yeah, dude, I like this.
3: (laughs) It's also crazy how they go, they'll go back and forth like between albums where it's like, hey, here's some like black and crust. Oh, hey, here's some more like black and like ambient metal. You know, they're they're not just settling on one thing.
1: No, not only that, but also like their dual releases of like straight ambient material and actual like instrumental, like band material. So, I mean, they're just pumping on all cylinders. I mean, they're painting a full page. The only other thing you could really do, I mean, they've got instrumental, they've got band based, and then uh, visual. I mean, if they start putting out like. So, anyway. You know, I implore everybody to go and check out Angst. That's at angstnoise.bandcamp.com. And next up, we were talking about. Oh, band that
2: we discussed earlier.
1: Yeah, we just. I don't know if it was Providence or, you know. So, um, Pyron or Pyron or Pyron is releasing Abscess Time. Let's listen to a little bit of Abscess Time.
2: following them in oh oh, there it is actually uh, around 2015 when Growth Without End came out Uh, and to this day there's still like I don't know anything that sounds quite like you never really know what the fuck they're gonna do Um, it's it's always strange
1: I mean I love this I love how bitter it sounds and how avant it is um
2: it's a perfect example of of going uh like the the more experimental quote-unquote avant-garde route um without making something completely unlistenable
1: yeah and no i mean i have heard some of the previous material and it's i like it but um I kind of feel like off of off of just this, uh, I might be a little more intrigued to kind of uh, invest time.
2: Oh, here we go. I just I looked through the archives out of curiosity, and in 2015, uh, I posted a card called Material to Listen to for the Test Show, and they are one of the bands mentioned.
1: Yeah. Man. I know we talked about them <clears throat> on the show at some point, whether it was live or not.
2: I think I think this is yeah. This is on. This is before we actually were releasing our shitty YouTube episodes when we recorded <laughs> I was, I a know, bunch of.
3: I know this was a YouTube like thing like
1: that. Yeah.
2: One.
1: <laughs> but um no so I, you know personally I mean you know I'm gonna listen through this when it's when it's out. But um yeah there are a lot to take in for sure.
2: It it is yeah uh and it's not always the the easiest thing to listen to. Yeah. But I, I not,
0: don't think it's, it's not it, it's not something I'd throw on while I was washing dishes, that's for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, which I think is kind
0: <laughs> of the well, point.
3: Water.
1: <laughs> I mean, for all the apprehension we're putting forth, I myself would say that I would tend towards I like them. Like I would tend towards saying that.
2: Oh, I love them. Yeah. I, I just, I, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where, like, I understand where someone might give it a listen through and be like, I, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Alright. Well, if you want to get up on that, you can go to pyronband.bandcamp.com That is P-Y-R-R-H-O-N I don't know what you thought it was going to be, but it wasn't. <laughs> so, um, so, okay, yeah. So also that was uh, that's being released on Willowtip Records, and that was we were put onto that by Perfect World Production. That'll be released in full June twenty sixth, and yep. All right, hell yeah, boy. So hell we got yeah, one boy. more, <laughs> one more. This is going to be from Druth, uh, and that's going to be expe- uh, accepts, accepts. Uh, Ex- et- yeah, excerpts from struggling.
2: a dead... Huh? It's struggling there.
1: Yeah, I don't think I spelled it right on the card. Excerpts from a dead liturgy. Yes, excerpts from a dead, a
0: dread liturgy.
1: Wow, I spelled everything wrong. <laughs> yes, you did.
0: <laughs> See, that's why so, I don't do all your work in the shower. Yeah. I, th- God, <laughs> I, I think it might actually pronoun- be pronounced drouth, maybe but yes it is excerpts from a dread liturgy that is true thank you sammy you're welcome i love you (laughs)
1: let's listen to a bit of this track turn it off <clears throat> no nah. uh
2: man to go from like absolute filth like that to just straight uh like super melodic shit is uh it, it caught me completely off guard
1: yeah i mean uh, you know and i'd never heard of this band before so i mean i'm not uh, you know i didn't you know check to see if this was a, f- a first release or not but um it's really impressive and it's uh, the
2: only thing listed on Bandcamp right now,
1: hmm. huh? Yeah, I mean that's coming out swinging, you know. Do I? <laughs> I'm kind of trying <laughs> to think where. I was kind of trying to think where I, if I wanted to start talking about if it was you know kind of in a crusty pocket or you know not quite but a little scramsy but still like blackened. But uh yeah, no, I guess I, I don't quite know. But I think that's what intrigues me about it. An almost schizophrenic nature. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd like to see where it goes.
2: Yeah, I definitely need to hear
3: uh, more of that. Hell yeah.
1: Um, so... God, fuck.
2: <laughs> you can pre-order it for $5.99 at oh, droughtpl.bandcamp.com
1: Yeah, does that have a release date for this?
2: Uh, July 31st, 2020.
1: Excellent. Well, there it is. And that was also brought to us from Perfect World PR, and that's going to be released on Translation Lost Records. Nice, nice. Hell yeah,
2: yeah, I'm, I'm real curious about this one. I want to hear the the full thing when it comes out. Um, I just pre-order that. Let's see. Uh, anyway, I think that about does it for us. Uh, just want to remind everyone: you can head over to fthepit.com all of your From the Pit needs, links to all the shit, you know uh, Patreon.com slash From the Pit, bonus episodes and other shit uh, you, can, you can get into the Discord and uh, post stupid memes um, <laughs> that's an option if you're listening uh, on iTunes leave us a rating and a review and download this shit to every device that you own
3: and with that, it seems that we've arrived at our destination. It's now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies.